Shady Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is Monday, January 16th, 2017, Martin Luther King Day. Basketball aplenty. All right, Isaac, I love you, but you got to go. All right. A lot of interesting matchups this weekend coming up. Steelers at Patriots. It's a late game. Early game is Green Bay at Atlanta. Winners go to the Super Bowl. Very, very exciting. Interesting because Big Ben and Tom Brady last met 12 years ago. Big Ben's rookie year, 2004-2005, in the 2005 playoffs at Pittsburgh. Big Ben lost in the AFC Championship game, 41-27 to Tom Brady and the Patriots. Patriots ended up beating the Eagles 24-21 in that Super Bowl. Now, Pats right now sit as a five-and-a-half-point favorite in the game. And this is some interesting stats here. Le'Veon Bell, last five games, averaging 158 yards rushing per game. Now, something also happened after the game. Tomlin talking to the team in the locker room, has a speech. He goes, these assholes have a day and a half head start on us, which was recorded and posted by Antonio Brown, who could be fined by the NFL for violating league's social media policy with that video. And this was after Tomlin telling the team to stay away from bulletin board material. Does everything have to go on social media? I mean, honestly, does it all have to go on social media? I don't think so. Tom Brady even uh, chimed in. He said, don't think that would go over well with our coach. I tend to agree. This was something for the team. Antonio Brown is a veteran. Why do you goddamn have to have videos all over the place? And then, you know, you have a video. Then you could have the wherewithal to say to yourself, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be posting this kind of stuff. Maybe. Nah, let's just put it up there. And he wasn't really calling them asshole. You know, you... That's the way the playoffs go. I, I read Peter King today said that maybe the AFC should all play their games one game and the NFC play their games one game so that there's no, what do you want to, competitive advantage? Is that That's the word I would use for it. You know what? New England was the number one seed, but it is kind of BS. But, you know, during the season they have games like that where they'll play on a Sunday and then they'll have a, or they'll have a Monday night game and a Sunday game after. That's the way the schedule is. It's always been this way. It's not going to change. I just don't get it why he had to, why, you know, what's necessary to post everything. Everything has to be posted. No, we're not all that interesting. We're not. That should have been kept in the locker room. I agree. Belichick would have freaked out, would have been pissed. He, he, you know, would it happen? It shouldn't happen. Tomlin definitely is going to, somebody's going to get a talking to. And since they put James Harrison in the starting lineup, the Steelers, they've got 9-0. And this was, Le'Veon Bell in high school was the 211th rated running back in high school out of Grosseport, Ohio, where he went to Madison High School in 2009. He says he remembers that every single day. And Bell at the end of the third quarter had more yards, 161, than the Chiefs had as a team, 150. I mean, that guy's playing like, he has over 1,400, he has 1,431 yards from scrimmage the last eight games. That's pretty amazing for, for Bell. And Bell joined Terrell Davis, who back in 1998 was the only other player to have back-to-back games with 160 yards or more in the postseason rushing. And Bell actually surpassed Arian Forster, who in two games at 285, that was the old record, 
Now it's 337. That's what Bell did in his first two playoff games ever. And this 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 was good. Big Ben didn't didn't he didn't get hit until the third quarter when they had a coverage sack that forced him to have a field goal with 10 minutes left in the game. That's how clean his line kept him. And he's going to need that in the game against the Texans. He is. And I read more today that maybe Osweiler will be cut, that he just did things during the game. There was a, They were down 14-13. He was tapping the ball, and he threw in a triple coverage, and Rob Nikovich, Ninkovich, I always say his name. It's always confusing to say. He should have had an interception, which he should have had at the time. But that's the thing. Osweiler, he even said, Peter King went even so far to say that if they would have switched quarterbacks, you put Brady with what? Brady with the Texans and Osweiler with the Patriots, they would have blown him out. And I agree. I think if they would have had a, I definitely feel if they had a better quarterback than Texans, they would have won the damn game. But Bell coming in like a freight train. That has to get... New England, very nervous because, first of all, you have a guy running like this, that means you're going to win the time of possession. You win the time of possession, you're going to keep Brady off the field. Only good things can happen in that respect. And I did. I, I'm taking Pittsburgh, Green Bay Super Bowl, and I'm sticking by it. We also have Atlanta's a four-point favorite over the Packers. Rodgers, 117.8 passer rating during the eight-game win streak. Hey, they were four and six. They haven't lost since. Remember he said, we're going to run the table? They ran the table. Jared Cook. The new tight, the tight end who was always called an underachiever. With he played with the Rams and the Titans. Well, they're ten and two when he plays this year, and he gives the offense what's called formation flexibility. They can move him around to reveal the coverages against them, which is a huge advantage. And the over under for the game, which is a high for a high all time high for a playoff game, sixty point five. Since November twentieth, the teams are fourteen and two. They combine a score an average of thirty three point six points per game. And since November 20th, Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers have thrown 41 touchdown passes and three interceptions. And the Falcons' D, hey, they held the Seahawks to 220 yards in the last three quarters. And listen to this. Ryan's had TD drives against Seattle of 99, 75, 75, and 54 yards. He had eight different receivers. He had 125.7 passer rating. This season, they had 11 scoring drives when they, sco- when they started inside their 10-yard line, the Falcons. Five more than any other team in the league. And Matt Ryan is, so, is on a seven straight games of an opening drive touchdown, the longest streak since the 1970 merger. The 1970 merger. That's how ridiculous he's playing right now. Now, they say the Falcons' red zone D during the regular season gave 70 touchdowns 73% of the time. Okay, yeah. Well, they only uh, Seattle only went one for three on Sunday in the red zone. Falcons four for seven. And then Aaron Rodgers is the best, best of this, is getting the free play on the defensive offsides. He threw a 34-yard touchdown pass to Richard Rodgers. That was his 14th since 2012. No other quarterback has more than three. 14 since 2012. No other quarterback more than three. That's out of control. And, and you want to talk about resumes for the four quarterbacks playing on Sunday? Rodgers, Super Bowl champ, two-time MVP. Matt Ryan is the MVP favorite going into right now and also the leading passer. Big Ben, two-time Super Bowl champ. Brady, two-time MVP, four-time Super Bowl champ. And the passer ratings for these guys, Ryan's only over 117, Brady's over 112, Rodgers over 104, and Big Ben's the the ugly duckling of the group, 95.4. Also, 
The four have combined this season for 135 touchdown passes and only 29 interceptions. Prolific. Oh, and uh, my cousin Teddy out in California. Since December 1st till the end of the season, your two new teams, the, well, the Rams are there, and now the Chargers, 0-10 to finish the year. Now, this was interesting. I like this a lot. Number of minority coaches this century, pre-Rooney, which was 2000 to 2002, there were, by, the, by 2002, they went from three to two coaches. This year, eight, and San Francisco's, well, they're going to hire either. Right now, Kyle Shanahan looks like the frontrunner, and it looks like that the offensive, uh, McDa- Josh McDaniels is out of the running. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. And this, this kind of upsets me in a way. I mean, congrats and all. Well, the Packers-Cowboy game was the most watched division game in 20 years, 28.2 rating. But the night game, Pittsburgh versus the Chiefs, primetime playoff record 21.9. What do you think next year? You think we're going to have night playoff games? Oh, yes. That's a definite. Don't even, don't even, don't you, don't you worry none on that front. That is definitely happening. NFL's all about numbers and, make, hey, you know what? They went down to ratings a little bit. We've got to make that money back. We have to make the money back. Has to happen. All right, Lance Thomas took an elbow to the cheek and he actually broke his left orbital bone. He's going to be out indefinitely and when he comes back, he's going to have to wear a fitted mask. And during halftime of today's game, they played the Hawks. Ron Baker, who got his first career start, Mello referred to him as Ron Burgundy, which I thought was kind of funny. And Porzingis was out his third straight game, but Courtney Lee came off the bench. Did it matter? No. Knicks lost 108-107 with about 20, 28 seconds left. Dennis Schroeder, who had a 28 for the game and a three-pointer. Rose, Anthony, Noah all came down, missed shots. Knicks lost by one. 11th loss in the last 13 games. Knicks dropped to 18-24. and 24. Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway Jr., 20 points, his ninth 20-point game of the season. Hawks improved to 24-17, fifth win in a row. Baker in his first start had 12 points. Carmelo had 30. Mr. Kuzminskis had 14. Derrick Rose had 18. Noah had 7 and 17 rebounds. And Courtney Lee had 7 off the bench. And it doesn't get any easier. Wednesday, they visit Boston where they've lost four straight in Boston and they've lost four straight to the Celtics. Something has to give, right? I don't know what else to say. For, I mean, you're 18 and 24, lost 11 to 13. It's not getting pretty, right? And on a lighter note, Gary Sanchez was making sandwiches today at the Bullpen Deli near Yankee Stadium. He made a delicious sandwich, which one of the guys on Twitter reported said that he made a Turkish, turkey, lettuce, and mayo on a roll sandwich. Delicious. 20, yeah, he had a big year, 20 home runs. Second in the AL Rookie of the Year award. I hope he has a good year. Baseball can't come here soon enough. It's been it's it's turning into a rough winter. Knicks and Nets not playing well. Can't, hey, Giants already done. Jets not even worth talking about. Now this I thought was interesting. The Bills, Sean McDermott, the ninth coach since their last playoff appearance on January 9th, two thousand. Fifteen days later. The Pats hired Bill Belichick. They hired Bill Belichick, and now they're the, in the last 17 years, they're on nine coaches. Do the math. That's one coach every two years. Doesn't lead to a lot of long-term success, and it hasn't. Bill's, Bill's right now the, the team with the longest uh, playoff streak. 
non-playoff streak. And Cowboys, we were talking. I was. We were talking about how they spiked the ball, and Jason Garrett said they spiked it to preserve the final timeout, which they never use. He's not the guy to take them to the Super Bowl. But Jerry Jones loves him. Feel bad for my buddy Frank. And Jason Witten, how about this? 1,133 catches, regular and postseason. Sunday versus Green Bay, his first playoff touchdown catch. And Deck Prescott, who they were talking in first half, maybe that they should put in Romo. Last three possessions, 13 to 17, a buck 42, two touchdowns, two point conversion in the last three possessions of the game. 13 for 17, a buck 42, two touchdowns. Two, I mean, that is a pretty damn good game. When I saw something, you know what? I, I saw some Nick news here. What did I. Carmelo had something. Yes, says he hasn't spoken to management but wants to remain with Knicks. Of course, he's a no trade clause. They can't trade him anyway. Come on, Let, let's get honest here. Also, 21st straight year without an appearance in the NFC Championship game for the Cowboys. Are we shocked? Jerry Jones, GM, owner. Look at a lot of teams out there, right? A lot of the owners are the GM of the team. No, they aren't actually. And hey, you know what he made? Okay, they got Elliott who they wanted. They picked up Dak Prescott. Great. But you're still not winning. You, you should have, this was a very talented team. Hey, you know what? North Turner with San Diego all those years. San Diego had great teams. They never, they never won it. Never won it. Something's got to give, folks. And Jason Witten plans to return in 2017, but Brandon Carr is mulling retirement. Witten still can play. And he's 17 yards away from becoming the all-time yardage receiving leader for the Cowboys. Yes, 17 yards away from most. He's going to pass Michael Irvin. That's a hell of a career. And he wants a win. And I know he thinks he's coming back next year because they're only going to be better. Kyle Shanahan moves to the top of the list with the Niners. I thought that was a smart move for McDaniels. Why would he leave Brady right now? I don't think this is a good move for him. And how about this? The Seahawks, they said Richard Sherman has been played through. This is from Pete Carroll. He played through a significant MCL injury in the second half of the season. I always feel like the end of the season they have to tell us this stuff. It's like, okay, thanks for sharing, but really? Do we need to? This is supposed to say, okay, you know, that's why he didn't play as well, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why he had to tell everybody. To defend him? I guess he was getting beat up in, in the media and stuff. And he said, hey, they're tough. Football players are tough. I'm not going to take that away. Hockey players are tougher, but football players are tough. That's what they said. There's guys who can, guys who play with the injuries and guys you know. That's what you know. I met I met that guy one time, played for the Saints. That's what he told me. John Carney, he he said, uh, he said you're never 100 percent until the season ends, and I believe it. Never. How about the Capitals? Ninth, they won last night, beat the Flyers down five nothing. They're number one. In the NHL, 63 points, nine-game winning streak. During the nine games, outscored opponents 40-11, to and they haven't allowed it in an even-strength goal in six games. They're first in the Metropolitan, 29 wins, nine losses, five ties. Flyers fell to 22 wins, 18 losses, six ties. How about that? Nine straight wins. Maybe Ovechkin can finally get that ring. Because every year, they come out like barnstormers during the regular season, and then playoff time, they, they fizzle. Westbrook last night, 20th triple-double of the season. He had 18 all last season. They beat Sacramento 122-118. Improved to 25-17. Sacramento 16-24. and 
Westbrook had 36 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. And, and DeMarcus Cousins, 31 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. For a big guy, he is amazing. And Westbrook had, in the second half, had 25 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and 13 points in the fourth quarter. Listen to these stats for the season. Westbrook's 30.8 points, 10.7 rebounds, 10.5 assists. Last guy was the big O, 61-62. I mean, that is out of control, right? And then tonight, Cavs at Golden State. I talked last night, ticket, four tickets courtside on StubHub, 52,000. Well, Warriors haven't lost back-to-back regular season games. They, they're on 126 games and counting. Now, the Cavs have won four straight for Golden State, dating back to June. They also beat them by one, 109-108, on a three-pointer by Irving on Christmas Day. And since December 11, Golden State's lost twice. They lost on Christmas, and they lost last week to Memphis. Two times. And the last four games against the Cavaliers, Curry has... Steph Curry has more turnovers, 4.1, than assists, 3.6. And for the season, they're talking how he's having a down season, 24.7, 46 from the field, almost 40% from three, which is, you know, after last season was crazy. But last, last they've won seven of the last eight. He's averaging over 27, shooting over 46, 48%, and six assists. And over the last five games, he's almost at 31 points a game, Curry. But they're saying he's, you know, he's not playing as well. Listen. He's got a whole new dynamic this year. He's got Kevin Durant, who is a score, 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 score. You know, it takes a while for them to gel. You know what? Maybe they should trade him, right? Because I know I'd want him. (laughs) I love what they talk like. Oh, he's slipping. You know, he's not playing as well this year. Total new dynamic this year, man. Total, total total new dynamic. Really? And Wizards today, 12 straight at home. They hadn't done that since the 1989 Bullets. Back when I was in college in America, and I went to see them play at the Cap Center, which was a train ride, and then you'd take a cab there. Now they play right in downtown D.C. Now they're the Wizards. No more the Bullets. That's what I remember as. Well, they've won 12 straight at home. Wizards won 21 and 19. They won 120-101 over the Trailblazers today at home. Bradley Beal had 25. Wall had 24. Today's the last day, the last game before the final voting for the All-Star game. Damian Lillard at 22. Wizards form one of their last five. They host Memphis on Wednesday, going for 13 in a row at home. How about that? Wow, UConn, UConn women, number one again. I was shocked. Baylor's still number two. Then Maryland, Mississippi State, South Carolina. They ran out the top five. And the men, Nova, back number one. They, they jumped over Kansas, number two. Baylor goes from one to six. But still, how about this? Baylor's two and six in, in both sports. And in college football, Adoree Jackson, the cornerback, five interceptions, two kickoff returns for touchdown last season. He is going pro. We shall see. All right. How about... Now. Okay, last trivia question. From last podcast, three coaches had 10-plus winning seasons and none of them losing seasons. Who were the three? George Allen, 12 winning seasons, never had a losing season as an NFL coach from 1966 to 1977. Vince Lombardi, 10 years, 
59 through 67 with the Packers and 69 with the Redskins. And John Madden 10, 1969 through 1978 with the Oakland Raiders. How about that? Never had a losing season. Allen, Lombardi, and Madden. Amazing. Okay. Today's trivia question. Who is the only true freshman quarterback to lead his team to a national championship? The only true freshman quarterback to lead his team to a national championship. Folks, thank you. Enjoy the holiday. Have a good day. Peace out. JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, love you to go on iTunes. Give me a rating, review me. It would really help me out. Peace out.